Welcome to Pizza and Palm Wine. We are your hosts, Pina and Maureen. What Pizza and Palm Wine, you may ask? Well, because it's an odd mix, just like us. We were born and raised in Italy, but our roots are from Ghana, West Africa. So what happens when you pair a slice of pizza with palm wine, Pina? Well, good conversations happen. The kinds that will make you laugh and cry at the same time. Also, the kinds you are honest and showcase our vulnerability. Here, we share the good, the bad, and the ugly of our multicultural upbringing. We have so much to talk about, so Chale, grab your calabash, you slice the pizza, and let's go. All right, guys, welcome to Pizza and Palm Wine. And today, what are we talking about today, Pina? We are talking about friendship. Okay, let me ask this. How do you say friendship? Do you say friend? No, let's make it easy. How do you say friends in Chi and then in Italian? Okay, so in Italian, friend is amico or amica. So amico is, is for, it's the masculine and amica is the feminine noun. Okay. And, um, or, the, you know, amicizia is the, is, is the noun, like friendship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then in tree, um, madanfo, adanfo, it's adanfo, friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Hold on. Adanfo, it's friend or friendship? Adanfo is friendship. Adanfo, it's friend. <laughs> Girl, look at you. Okay. Yeah, listen, <laughs> I could be giving a lesson. <laughs> okay, <laughs> You're too deep for me now. I can go. You're the next level, girl. Okay. Um. Yeah. Tell me, like, at our age, what does friendship look like, right? And also, do you feel like, depending on the culture, friendship means different things like Ghanaian culture or Italian culture mm, no for me friendship is friendship okay independent yeah it it transcends culture okay. and I've been we I've always said that I I'm not I'm not rich in material things but I'm rich in friendship okay. so I've okay. been friends with my best friend since we were mm. 16 mm. and at the tender age of 32 <laughs> girl you gotta stop saying that at the, tender, at the tender age of 32 I'm still friends with them and yeah. I think um, it's one of those you know rare gems in life yes. that you know that I've been able to to conquer and yeah. I am super proud of that I'm super happy about that because yeah. I'm a very reserved person I, I usually don't give myself away in that sense emotionally yeah. I, I have huge trust issues with people oh, damn <laughs> why i don't know i just have trust issues i don't know listen this is a conversation for me and my psychologist so it's one oh, day hey, okay okay i i don't know why we will I have be friends. there we will be there <laughs> 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 we will be there we will record the episode okay on the chair on the chair with my, with my therapist i don't know why i have um trust issues but i i know like my dad mm-hmm. yeah maybe i got it from my dad my dad was also very selective with his friend and mm. he used to tell me that yeah you know i only have one friend and that's how we should be in life i'm like well damn you see I, you see you see <laughs> you see this is just me okay let's yeah because i feel like he he always had this you know this argument with my mom he always had this argument with my mom because my mom is the opposite my mom is the life of the party my mom has like many nice. many friends okay. and 
But it has always, it has, it hasn't always um, served her right, you know, throughout the years. Yeah. There have been instances of, you know, her complaining that this woman or that woman, you know, t- told her business out, uh, outside or that, mm. you know, they were, especially within like female friendships, like the yeah. jealousy, the, the backstabbing, the backbiting and, you know, all of that. So my yeah. dad will always say, will always tell her, yeah, see, I told you, I told you you shouldn't have all this you know all these women around you and uh so see learn from me <laughs> and uh, i think maybe uh now that i am actually saying that out loud i think i subconsciously i've always i've always taken that path like my dad path of being really selective and being picky and uh i uh, in uh, like many many years of friendships i've uh, i've always been really secured in the people that i you know that i shared my life with and those three girls are, are my ride or die, you know? I, I, you know, I think I have to agree with you. So I, with me, this is the thing with me. I love people, right? I say this, but tomorrow I say I hate people. But normally yeah. I love people and I love meeting new people and I love like getting to know people. But it's hard for me to make friends, right? Because if you if you make friends, you have to give yourself to them. You know, I'm the kind of person that if you test me, I reply you two weeks later, right? Because I have so much going on. And, and so, like, I love people. I love the idea of making friends. But I actually don't like the process. Does that make sense? Like, oh. going through, knowing you. Like, I'm so comfortable, like, with... Like, even with you, I always say this. I feel like you're one of my good friends. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I share a lot of things with you. Um, but I like the relationship because we're far away. Like I, mm-hmm. how do, like, I don't have to give so much of myself Commit. to you. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I trust you. So if I say, like, if I say something, like, you know, I told you, like, what Thomas did in the past, I know it's not going to go anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I love that the fact that I trust you. So growing up in, in, uh, in Italy, I had two best friends, you know, one was Italian and one was, you know, Italian Ghanaian, you know, but she doesn't consider herself Ghanaian, but still, you know, we were best, we did everything together. Like it was like, as you say, they were my rights, my right or that. And it was just, it was fantastic to have that background. And actually my best friend that was Italian was, um, was the person that I knew for the longest. And then this girl came, you know, from Palermo, she came to Pordenone and we became friends. And it's so funny because my personality and her personality are totally opposite. So I'm, I'm outgoing, I like to talk and do podcast stuff. She's very reserved, right? Um, but what we have in common, me and her, is that when it comes to private things, we, just, we, we keep it within self. Like she is even more private than I am. I, I don't know if it co- our culture had a di- any different things because when I was in Italy, I was 100% Italian, you know? So it's not like maybe the my, the way I carry myself with her was different, but we were best friends. We did everything together. Like if we went to school and we had like break, you know, I would buy her lunch or she would buy my lunch. Like, you know, she would come to my house. She was the only, peop- she was the only Italian that my parents trusted 
for her to come to our house you know that means you know she was very important in my life right because yeah yeah, yeah yeah she even came to church with me several times you know but when i came here she said you know i was going through some stuff and financially i needed some help right i was very eager to go to school and do this stuff now we went to school together right and she was like hey marie no worries i'm gonna be sending you this amount of money and now that i think about it it was not really that much right so but then she called me back and mm-hmm. and 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 i always knew the money was i i've always saw money being like a problem within my parents mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and so when she said that I was like i was like no don't do that i was like x don't do that and she was like, no, we are best friend. We are right or die. You know, nobody will ever change my mind. So, and I, I kept saying, I kept trying to say, no, don't worry about it. You know, I know you love me. I know you care about me. But then she calls me back, you know, and she's like, I talked to my mom about it. And she, and she doesn't really think that you're going to use the money to go to school. Wow. What? Right? What? Right? The hell? And so I, I was so hurt, Pina. Like you have no idea. I was not hurt because of, I was not hurt because of the fact of the money. You know, I was not hurt because of what her mom said. You know, because as a mother, I understand, right? Like you don't want your friend, your your daughter to, to being taken advantage of. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So that part mm-hmm. I understand. But what I was, what I was hurt about is that we've been friends since we started a superiority together, um, high school high together. School. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we've been friends since. You know, everything, like, whatever you went through, I was there for you. Whatever, you know, whatever, you know, family issue you had, you were, I, I was, I never judged you. I've never, I was, I was your friend. And so that's, that's my thing. Like, if I love you, if you're my friend, I go 100%, you know, there is no reservations. And yeah. I think that's what I struggle with a little bit, you know. And, um, but then you, you, you tell me that the reason why you're making a decision is your mother, right? Yeah. And, I'm, and, and so that made me, I was angry. It was just, we've been knowing each other for so long, like since we were like 14, right? You know, we did everything together. She knew the issues that went in my family. I never share anything. Like even the people that we went to church with, besides my other best friend, they didn't know what was going on, right? Everything, everybody thought that our, my family was the perfect family. Oh, Mr. Ansa family, dear. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like, mm-hmm. you knew, like, what I think what hurt me is the fact that I told you everything and right. anything that was happening in my life, right? right? I was open, like, even when I came here, I was explaining to you the visa process here in the United States, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I know that as an Italian, you didn't understand, you know, but because as a friend, you know, you understood. When I told you, Pina, about certain things, you got it. You knew the process. You understood what was going on. Yeah. But for me to go out of my way to say, even though you're, you know, your your whole entire family is Italian and they may not be able to understand what I'm going through, you know, documentation-wise, because I love you and I trust you, I'm still going to share this with you. And then you tell me, oh, mama said that I shouldn't give it to you. Oh, man. Uh. Yeah, and I hate to say this, and I hate to bring race into it, but I think there is a reason why my best friends are all black. Really, really? I think 
I think there's a level of empathy and that there's a level of not having to explain or over explain things to certain people. I mean, what, what she, what she did, obviously it transcends race because you, you should know your friend well enough. And also, even if your mom feels that way, you shouldn't come back to report it back to me. Come on. It's just the level of sensitivity that, you know, you don't, you, you just say, actually, um, I have spoken to my family and, uh, we, you know, come up with an excuse. Don't go overboard and tell me the reason why, the real reason why you don't want to do it. Because that is, not only is that helpful, but it's also offensive, you know? Because then it shows that all these years of friendship, you don't have any clue of my integrity of a, as a person, my character, you know, who I am as a person. You know nothing about that. The minute I go across the pond, you've shown your three colors because then all along, it means that it just takes one opinion for you to overturn years of knowing who I am as a person, knowing my character. No, but the thing about it, Pina, is that when we first moved here to the United States that year, that December, she came and visited me with her sister. And that's what I was like, what is going on, right? Yeah. I I was devastated. You know, even now when I think about it, it, it and not it bothers me. I made peace with her. But, you you know, you, they say friends are the family that you make. You know, you don't choose your mom, you don't choose your dad, but you choose your friends. You know, because even now, and I think that's my problem. I, I'm not able to let go of her. You know what I'm saying? I still, mm. I mean, I have let go because I try, I try. When that happened, I stopped talking to her altogether. Mm. You know, because I, mm. when she told me that I cried on the phone, you know, I, I literally cry, right? And I was like, what? You know, and then I stopped talking to her altogether. Like, I, I stopped talking. Did she understand where you were coming from? Did she understand the impact of, the, of those words on you? Honestly, I don't know. I, uh, honestly, honestly, I don't know. And I think maybe I was too young in that to process it maturely. So I just stopped talking to her, you know. And now that I think about it, you know, maybe it was not the best way to go about it. But afterwards, I tried to follow up. I tried to be like, hey, you know, I'm sorry about how I reacted back then. You know, um, let's, why you, let's... Why you, why are you feeling sorry? Like, you, she did you wrong. It's not the because, other way around. Because, okay, why did I, why did I say sorry? Because as I grow up, I understood, I understood that people make mistakes, right? And so I expect, I expect her to be perfect, you know, but perfection is not there. You, ideal, you idealize her. Yes, yes, exactly. And I think as, as I'm growing and as I'm, you know, moving around the world and maybe making new friends or maybe not. Um, it's really understanding that people are not perfect and being able to work relationship with the person, you know, to be able to go to the next level, if possible, with the person, you know, and that's the reason why I apologize, not necessarily because I thought I did anything wrong, like in that moment, but not being able to like really talk to her the way I was supposed to, because me too, I'm your best friend. You say something I didn't like, or you did something I didn't like, I shouldn't have just got up and left right? Should have talked about it and say, hey, you know, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Let's move on. You know, um, but I didn't, you know, so because in a relationship, it, t- it takes two to tangle in any relationship, you know, sometimes. No, no, I understand that. I understand mm-hmm. that what I'm trying to get at is that mm-hmm. 
for us to move on, truly move on, I need you to understand the impact of your words on oh, me. But I need you never, to we never yes. moved on, Pina. We never, I try, but even now, like, I try to know her because she has, um, you know, a genetic, a genetic disease. So sometimes, I think that's another reason why, you know, I, I, I'm attached to her just because I know that she has a genetic disease that eventually we end up, um, you know, to to her dying so that's another reason why i um because of i think that's the reason why i don't even have a lot of friends here i don't really go out with people that much besides my my personal life i i just don't want to give that much of myself to people you know to go through the same thing again you know let me tell you something what i've Mm -hmm. learned in life is that for friendship to to function well the power dynamics needs to be flat. So they shouldn't be somebody that is more than the other person in the sense that the person is not uh, wielding that power to manipulate the friendship. Case in point is when a friend does a favor to you. So we've been, we had many instances of lending and borrowing money from, from each other yeah. within yeah. My, my group of friendship. Yeah. But never in my mind has it crossed that, that I, because I have lent you maybe 500 euros or maybe because mm-hmm. I have paid something for you, mm-hmm. then you owe me something. And I feel like most of the time when it comes to friendship, there is some subtle, some subtle di- uh, power dynamics that makes, that makes the friendship imbalanced. And, and that's also, I'm really wary of people that do favor for people and expect something in return because automatically you have to have a certain level of maturity to understand that when you especially when it comes to money so when you do a favor now you have the power over the person in a way you do you have to understand that you don't own the person the person is not yours if you give them one thousand euros right today and the next day maybe you want them to cook you jollof and they say no you have no right on this right. earth to say to them, well, I gave you 1,000 euros. Oh, what God. Do what do you oh. mean not going to cook the jollof for me? What do you mean not going to babysit for me? And I think yeah. subconsciously we do that. So I have made a very conscious effort to, to remove myself. Every time I do, somebody, I do a favor or yeah. every time I'm in a position to do a favor, yes. I... I try my best not to hold on to power because yeah. that goes to the detriment of that friendship. Yeah. And, and so and, I, I forget about it. Yeah. And so I like the way you, so that's the thing. That's how I am. I'm the person that would give, but I would never ask. Right. Because I'm afraid of that. I'm afraid. Like if I give to you today, I would never come to you and say, Pina, remember that $5 that I gave you? never in my life like if i'm giving i'm giving you know if somebody has to bless me i'm waiting for god to bless me right i'm not waiting for you because when i gave it to you it was not boring it was just given it was a gift you don't return yeah. it or even if it was borrowing you know that the person asking you for money right now right. in this certain time of their life does not define them does not define the friendship because life is an up and down there are some way. There are some. There are some times where I was the one asking for more money. I agree, but I disagree at the same time because there are friends who will borrow, 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 but will never give. So what about those ones? But that's that. that and that. That's what I'm saying. That is not friendship. 
Okay. And because okay, I because I said because friendship is mm, it, should be it should be a mutual. It should be a mutual. Yeah, friendship mm-hmm. is on a very it has to be on a very functioning balance. Right. Friendship is predicated on 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 balance that works. So then we have to come to understanding that you boring, boring, boring is just a period of of your life right now. Yes. It does yes. not define you. Yeah. It does not define the the power dynamics of of our friendship. I know that one day i maybe the positions will 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 shift right, yes and that's when you actually know the true color of the person mm-hmm. it's, so, true. it's true it's true yeah right. and whether it's money and we i guess we focus on money but it could be anything it could be maybe you have a friend who is always the one giving good advice and you're always the one going to the french going to the friend asking for advice it could also be that does, yeah. the, does that mean that I'm gonna say it's like a, a bonanula, like you have a, a no mm-hmm. good, like no good. Okay. How do we say in English? A no to good something, somebody. Like Nothing you are good no, to show for. Yeah, yeah. That means that you are uh, a useless person. Just go overboard, right? You just go overboard. How do you say in Ghanaian? <laughs> Why, how do you say useless in Ghanaian? Useless, you. Oh, my, oh, I forgot. I am. Um, you know that's the insult every time they. Oh, how do you say it? Ghanese always say it in English. We are, we are useless. Uh, I am, yeah, but the way you say it, no, it's so painful that you feel like they're saying another language. I know, right? Good, good. <laughs> Listen, our people know how to insult. But yeah, it's a, it's a constant tug of war. You, you pull and push depending on where life goes. So I feel like most friendships, what I've, what I've observed, is that most friendships, they don't stand the course of time. Because yeah. there's this pala, this Miss Pala, there's this power, <laughs> there's this pala, pala, pala imbalance, <laughs> there is power imbalance within the friendship. I have to so, go after this. Yeah, so some people well, are left yeah. feeling a certain way, you know, and yeah. but where there is empathy and where is you know genuine respect for each other. That's where, you know, that's where friendship stands, I think. No, but you know, it's funny though, like, I'm the kind of person, I, I can never go, I can never let go of people, right? I'm, I, I get really attached to people, like, it, I'm, I'm black and white, either like, I'm not attached to you at all, mm. or I'm attached to you, and I always try to find ways to make sure that we came back. So even though we fall out with my friends, with my friend, um, you know, I will follow up once in a while. I'll follow up with her because I said she has uh, a condition. And you know, like a couple of months ago, I was talking to her, and she was like, "You know, I've missed you so much. You're the only person that I could ever be my true self with." Blah blah blah. And I was just sitting there, and I was like, "Yeah, I understand." You know, but it was not the same. Like the way I reacted, it was not the same as I would have reacted. You know, back in the back in the days you know and I want to be there for I I think I think you know as I say I want to be there for her because I know her condition would I have done the same thing if it wasn't because of her condition I don't think so honestly and I honestly no I think I would have just moved on with my life you know because I've had other friends and I I don't even talk to some of them anymore um not because they haven't done anything wrong or anything we just fall out you know move didn't have the time to talk to them or anything um but so what makes a good friend you know what what makes a good friend and are, are we 
are we following the same footstep of, as our parents? You know, because my, my, my mom, for example, have like one, two friends. Like I can count the friends that she have in, in the palm of my hands. You know, mm-hmm. so are we doing the same thing? Uh, well, I mean, going back to your friend, I'm just mm-hmm. going to, I, do you think then it's, at this point, it's, it's you are pitying her? Am more I than you are yeah more than a friendship because you you said that you the the reason why you check up on her is because of this condition that she has and mm-hmm. had she not you know been diagnosed with that mm-hmm. would you still check up on her like would you say this is this can be considered a friendship or all right so then how okay uh, i don't think i'm pity her pity is like such a strong, strong word, word. yeah um, but I do think that no, I I think I I don't know. I mm. honestly I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I I don't I, I don't want to say I pity her because she she has her own thing going on in her life. But I do I I'm I'm afraid. This is what it is. I'm afraid, right? That I didn't make amends, and then eventually something will happen to her, and it will be too late. Does that right. make sense? Right. You know. Yes, so it's, it does. Yeah. So it's more, it's not pity. It's more like um, turning, like, I'm not perfect. Um, sometimes I can be a very bad friend um, in terms of not getting back to you. Or if you do something to me, I would, I don't think I'm a bad friend. I would just tell you how it is, right? So people don't, sometimes don't like that. You know, mm-hmm. I don't have, you know, I can be polite in the way I say something, but I will still say it. Does that make sense? So sometimes it still comes straight forward. It doesn't come around the bushes that I'm trying to be around the bushes, but I I, I have to say it. And so I sometimes have not been tactful in saying certain things to people. And um, I would just, and then I would just move on. And that hasn't always been, I don't know, man, actually, I don't know, Pina. Sometimes I like to blame myself, but sometimes some people are not just worth it to be friends with, right? And that doesn't mean... Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm trying to like sometimes that's the thing with me too. Sometimes I always try to find what I can do to better things, but sometimes you can't. You know, sometimes you just gotta leave them and move on. You know, Uh, but what I'm afraid of is that I'm not living my life today as my last day. You know, and then eventually something will happen to the person, and I will not be able to say, "Hey, I'm sorry about what happened last time." You know, so that really that's the reason. That's the reason. Yeah, I understand, and yeah makes it makes perfect sense going yeah, back to your yeah. question of um you know how we dealing with friendships in, in general and how we select how selective we are with the people around us i mm-hmm. i have to say i am satisfied with that it's one of it's one of the few areas in my life yeah. where i am genuinely happy i'm mm-hmm. genuinely uh satisfied yeah. with uh, with how I've been able to hold on to these people for such mm-hmm. a long time. And uh, I have been so, you know, I've been so blessed with having yeah. uh, such a, you know, such a strong friendship because I also feel like, uh, you know how they say you are the, uh, the average of the five people around you. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. their friendship. Yeah. And their impact in my life has been such a way that I can see each person in, uh, in me. Mm, I can see, yeah, I can see the influence of each person in me. That's how strong the friendship has been. And also, um, because I feel like I have hit the jackpot in friendship, 
Mm-hmm. I am not interested in making more. Mm-hmm. So I told you that I'm really selective with with you know with people, and I'm really selective right. with friendships. So um, I have I I said I have I I, I have sisters. Mm. Um, that's I what it is at the end of the day. Yeah, th- that's how it. Yeah, that's what it is. And uh, um, I feel like I'm also black and white. So this how basically this this is the diagram I have made up in my mind. So mm-hmm. right. Hear me out. So <laughs> imagine, imagine two diagrams. Imagine two circles, right? In Next the first circle, <laughs> shut up. In the first circle, the small in the small circle, you have my core friendships, mm-hmm. my core friends, like this, um, these three women, mm-hmm. and then outside that circle, there's a bigger circle of. Mm-hmm. Uh, of people that I have selected as potential to be integrated in the small circle. Yes, 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 right? yes, yes, yes. So, and then, and then imagine a line on the other side is black. We are not friends. <laughs> Damn. I thought um, there was more coming. No. <laughs> so you either, you either my friend, mm-hmm. <laughs> I either trust you, you either my friend or you are a, a, the good candidate. <laughs> to be in my circle of sisters that's it I I think I think that's great (laughs) like I like how you have defined you know that's really good you know because as we are growing as we're adulting you know it's really important to you know you don't you can't go on deal with the bs that comes with friendship Mm -hmm. you know but if I think about it Pina I don't have nothing like that right I have people I have like I have my best friend that was, you know, friends with me for a long time. I consider you like a really good friend. And then I have few people that I talk to, but then that's, that's it. Like when I, when I think about, like, I, I don't, I don't really know if I have people with, that I can say, I like on the daily basis I'm going out with, you know what I'm saying? Cause I don't like, I had friends that I started. I, and, and so that's the thing about it. Like sometimes I, like I long to have like, you know, have like a girl night out or doing this or doing that just because I've never had that, you know? So mm-hmm. I, you, you on the other hand, oh, you, you've done it. You have it. You don't have to, you don't want to look for it anymore. You know, but for me, I've never done them. My parents were never like really by 9 PM, you gotta be home. You know what I'm saying? And I've never, then came here to the United States, came and fell to other problems. So friendship was not really my main concern, right? Mm-hmm. But now that things are like fully in place, I'm like, I don't really you have it. That. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Huh? Yeah. yeah. You missed that. Yeah. And uh, yeah. yeah, because you didn't, you, for friend, for you, it's like dating, right? You need to right. have a prime time for being able yeah. to meet all these people, this potential yes. candidate for sisterhood. Yes. <laughs> Yes. So you also have to be in the right space in your life to to Correct. to have this. Correct. And, and it's never. Move, yeah, mm-hmm. when you move to the United States, you have all these issues. Though so yes. friendship was not a priority at all, you know, at there, all. Then there, mm-hmm. but right now that you are, you all you settled, you have your family. Yes. Maybe yes. maybe you can maybe we you can revisit the idea of like tinder like <laughs> tindering tindering your way <laughs> into finding a friend <laughs> swiping left and right <laughs> oh my god can you imagine if they did they should have like a tinder for friends are you I mean, they, do, they, they do that though i i am my, my 
my friend moved from Sweden to Italy and uh, that's how she's, she's getting to know all these people. She's put on her profile that she's not looking for sex. She's just looking for friends oh, and people wow. to talk to. You can actually do, yeah, you can literally do that. But, um, oh, nice. you know what I, I wanted to also say that Ghanaian girls or girls in general, women are notoriously known for dealing with bad friendships. And I don't know why that is. Mm. I I think that there's some psychological, sociological explanations for that, but yeah. we we hear it way too many when way too many times. Like this girl did me this, did this girl did me that, and yeah. um, you know, I also feel like it's a, it's a level of maturity because you want friends that are secured in their own yeah. self yeah. and secured in the, in what they're dealing with, like because if you if you're touch with yourself with somebody who that is going through stuff, your winning does not become her winning. Yes, yeah. Madam, please touch that again. Please touch <laughs> that again. No, because it's so real. Like, you know, when I came here, I was struggling, right? But now, you know, things are falling in place little by little. And sometimes, you know, I don't want to share my accomplishment with friends that I've been friends with a long time because it's like I'm bragging, you know? Because mm-hmm. if I remember when we started that, platform and um you know like you know talk about yourself and i was like oh this and this and that like let me tell you were like let me tell you she's this and this and that you know what i'm saying and yeah i I want you i want you to explain all your accolades listen man like she is (laughs) a freaking white coat wearing scientist okay she lives in love right she is she's dope and i feel like (laughs) women don't do that with each other they don't fangirl each other and i think it's such a pity like sis and and I'm I'm just like you, but like when I know that you know, like even you was like, oh, she's a podcaster, she's doing this, she's doing. It. But my thing is, I never want to put myself above somebody else for people to feel a certain way, saying, say, oh, girl, we crawl pig bragging too much. Like she likes to, you know, make herself feel like she's above the world, you know. Yeah. So that that's the thing, and that's the space, like especially with women. I've ne- even growing up, right? And that's the thing. I've never had. I had these two girlfriends. But then all my friends were guys, right? In my neighborhood, the people that I was allowed to go out with, they were all guys. Like, it just happened that all my neighbors, are, the only people that my parents could let me go outside with in the summer was was my neighbors. And we became friends for life. Um, and they were all guys. And it was so easy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was, man, it was so easy. And I could play soccer with them. We played the PlayStation. We didn't have to really talk about any stupid things. You know, guys would talk about the girls like, oh, look at that girl. Yo, she's cute. And that's it. And I was very comfortable. I've never had to go to, through any drama. I've never had to go through anything, you know. But then I came here and then I had to like, can I fall up? I fall up with my friend. And but I've never had to deal with that drama stuff, you know, because all my friends were guys and it was, man, it was so refreshing. And they were all Italian too. That's the funny part. And I never had like that ra- with them. I've never had that race thing. And actually one of my friends, I had to contact him. One of my friends, we, we were in the neighborhood, we were walking and this like old Italian lady saw us and he was like, look at this racist lady and he <laughs> held my hand and he was like let's go you know and I was like I didn't even notice like that's the funny like that's how protected I felt with my friends you know what I'm saying yeah going back to uh, yeah you touched upon the the race thing and what I what I would say though what well personally speaking mm-hmm. um 
I, I do have white friends and, uh, you know, we talk about a whole variety of issues. My, my whole thing, though, is that when it comes to the most intimate aspect of my being, which mm-hmm. is very much related to race. <laughs> it's true. I mean, is, you can't separate it. There mm-hmm. is a reason why my best friends are black. Yeah. Because there is no explaining when yeah. it comes to race things. There's no, there's no like, self-doubting. Are you sure... Yeah. You know, yeah. this woman, are you sure? Yeah. Are you not overthinking? Are you not thinking yeah. bad of the person? Yeah. There's no gaslighting. You know, it is yeah. what it is. And because blackness is such an integral part of me, yeah. like I said, it's, it's fine. Uh, I have no issues with yeah. uh, holding friendships, uh, in, interracial friendships. I just need my friend to understand this vital part of me, which yeah. is my blackness, yeah. which is yeah. my my Ghanaianess and I don't have to give you a crash course on what it means to be black in Italy you know what and I think for the longest I always said um it doesn't matter you know and maybe with my guy friends when we're there it didn't matter but then now that I'm growing and I went back to try to make I'm try to make amends with that friend it didn't matter because now I'm in the phase where I want to discover Ghana you know I want to learn African beat I want to listen to African beats music I want to learn the African dance you know and so recently I think like a couple of months ago I was talking to her and I was like I, I said something she was like oh you're more Italian than I am why are you thinking about Ghana and I, I didn't say anything I just let it slide you know what I'm saying but I, it was very interesting to see how f- apart we've been fallen, you know, for me to try to embrace my culture and, and, and learn more about Ghana. But her answer was like, who cares about Africa kind of a thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who cares about Africa? Yeah. You know, versus, you know, my other best friend recently, you know, we've been, we've been on the same kind of wavelength you know sometimes I'm a little bit high in terms of like learning my culture sometimes she's a little bit high and you know learn. but recently we were talking about it and she was like you know we should discover Ghana together and it just blew my mind right mm-hmm. and I was like oh like at me I'm always open I say so I'm going to Ghana and she's like nah I'm not interested but recently she said I was like wow what are the odds right because me I'm not I don't impose to you what I want to do to my life, right? I love you. I respect you for your decisions, you know, but I'm going to share it. But for her to come and say that, I I was just blown. And and maybe you're right. Maybe it does. Maybe it is important to have that black friend. Maybe it is important to have that black Ghanaian friend, you know, because then it makes you, I don't know how to explain it to you, Pina, but it made me so, it made me feel so good. You know, it made you you feel seen. Yeah, yeah, you know, I don't have to explain to her how it means, you know, and, and actually, interesting enough, we had that conversation after I sent her the recording of Where Are You From, mm-hmm. right? And she was like, you know what, this is exactly how I feel. You know, this is a, you know, you guys have, you know, talked about this is exactly how I feel. And really, now I really want to learn my Africanness. I want to really learn my Blackness. I was like, what? yeah you know so mm-hmm. it's a finding common identities that you can actually gel on with and i think it's the same with you know when people are like yeah i want to marry somebody who is my same religion yes i think yes. it is the same logic is the same rationale when yeah. it comes to friendships you know you there are some there are some really important um aspects of your identity 
that you don't want to compromise on um yeah you have a point you have a point so i don't know so do you think uh, so friendship doesn't really have any differences in culture no matter if you're Ghanaian, if you're italian but do you feel like there are certain taboos in the Ghanaian culture when it comes to friendship Hmm, taboos as in what to do and what to do with your friends yeah, what what to do and and now what to do and also what to talk about. Oh yeah, I, I guess so. So if you if you ask the older generation, mm-hmm. they will probably say you don't talk to your friends about everything. It's it's a friendship that, but it's not that deep of a friendship. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And maybe the going out for dinner, the going out for like uh, you know for socializing, that is that is different like literally i know people that go to the same church for 20 years but have not met outside church and they call themselves friends and maybe mm-hmm. it's a friendship that makes sense for them yeah it wouldn't make mm-hmm. sense for me mm-hmm. because i need more than that yeah but so I do um but yeah i guess me yeah i guess maybe within the Ghanaian culture but we're talking about the older generation though so maybe mm-hmm. maybe it, it's um, it doesn't hold any bearing yeah but yeah i probably probably yes and then i feel like i i still feel like good friendships are still rare to come by that that would say like good genuine friendships are still hard to come by Mm, i think yeah i think i think i think i can agree with you but i think the reason why is because we don't know what we are looking for in a friendship right if we if, if we had all those lists that we had for when you're looking for a man, mm, right? Bohobiem, That's true. It's true. We should be as picky with our friends as we are picky with our man. You know, because half of the men don't even, you know, are able to make that checklist, right? So can you imagine if we had a checklist? I want a trustworthy friend. I want a friend that, you know, I can do life with. I want a, a friend that would be there for me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Whatever your checklist would be. And yeah, you know what, Moraine, that is spot on. That is spot on because the same energy, mm-hmm. <laughs> keep the same energy like, for, for finding a husband. Just keep the same energy for finding a good friend. Because yep. just because you are not romantically involved you're not intimately involved yeah so yeah i and i think you are definitely right i think that's the same the same checklist that i have for my future man mm-hmm. is the same checklist that my friends my group of sisters they fulfill i just have to find the male version <laughs> of this <laughs> relationship and and call the and call it a husband <laughs> because yeah, yeah think okay. about it <laughs> think about it you want somebody that is trustworthy mm-hmm. you want somebody that um is not jealous of you mm-hmm. you want somebody mm-hmm. that Man. you can be vulnerable with yes. right yes yes okay? yes you want somebody you want somebody that has their own identity has their own dreams have their own has their own you know thing going on right Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, what else do you want mm-hmm. in, a, in a friend and and you see this is the same thing this is the same list that you make for a man that that's really there's nothing that's what i always say that you know we talk about really when we say relationship people think about you know like a romantic, romantic relationship mm-hmm. you know but it's it's never like even in a romantic relationship you need to have that friendship 
Because if you only have the romantic relationship and Kubebia, it will never end up very well, you know, because the essence of a relationship, a good relationship is friendship. What is a friend? A friend is a person that you can trust. You can go and tell your inmost secrets, you know, to, and then you feel comfortable. You know, it's like, I'm calling you Pina and telling you about what, like, argument Gabriel, I mean, Thomas and I had. And then next thing you know is on CNN. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that or, even, I'm, or even not, or even secretly envying you. I think that's a thing. Yo, that is, that is, is that about, possible? Like, how can you be friends with a person and envy the friend? That's what I don't understand. Yeah, because you are, you still want to be around them, but you are, you are competing with them in a way. You know what I mean? And there's nothing wrong with healthy competition. No. It's but good. when it becomes when it becomes envy, when it becomes you know um, not supporting you, and I think that it, we go back to um, this uh, this um, bad reputation that women have when it comes to friendship that they secret you know they secret envy behind, and uh, and in to some to some extent I can agree that can happen you know, uh, but that's because the person is not is not secure in their own identity and in their own what they're doing with their lives so when they look at your success they feel intimidated and they feel like they're not achieving what they want to achieve and they misplace instead of focusing on on themselves and achieving what they need to achieve they misplace that anger or that envy and they, and they, they put it on you on your achievements so and but- but why? Definitely That's not. what I don't understand. But why? That's human nature, I guess, Maureen. No, Maybe no, it's just no, no, human. Not envy. Not envy. Not envy. That one I understand is human nature. But why being friends with that person and then secretly envy them? Like, there's so much energy that you're spending <laughs> that you could be using to do something Sometimes, helpful. Maybe you don't even realize that you're envying the person. Maybe it's just one of those it's just a feeling that it's uh, it's inside you. You don't know how to process it. You know what I mean? And uh, and that's that's why a lot of this envy is secretly harbored. You know, you don't they come don't you don't come to you and say, well, actually, you know what? I am actually envy you. <laughs> it doesn't right, happen. Right, right, right. But, so but it's, question uh, is, yeah. you know, like for example, with you, right? I I I respect you. I am. I think you are an inspiration and everything because of how bold you are with your statement and things that you want to do, right? And it gave me motivation to follow what I want to do. But to, but to envy, but to envy, wh- what is envy? Like hoping that the person will fall on what they're doing. Is that envy? Or not rooting for them. I envy. think that one, yeah. thing, one thing is to, is to have dreams right? One thing is to have dreams in your head. But one thing is to, another thing is to find a person who is going to encourage you to pursue those dreams. It's like your relationship with your husband or, you know, with the man. You, yeah, until it's just in your head, people are not threatened by that. It's just that when the idea becomes reality, that when, that's when you go into identity crisis mode you're like oh wow she's actually doing it okay so how do you go from there's a difference between oh she's actually doing it okay mm-hmm. let her do her thing to right. okay this thing this project that you have is in your mind okay we need to make it this happen let me help you with that right. that's a huge difference there's a huge difference okay okay 
But that doesn't mean that, okay, but that doesn't mean all your friends will, you know, because some friends be all hard. They don't want to be too, like, yes, that was like, hey, you know, if you want to put your thing in our platform, that's fine, right? I want you to be, you know, feel free to do that. But that if I didn't do that, that doesn't mean they are necessarily done support your platform, right? No, but there's there's different, a million different ways of supporting okay. people, right? And because okay. it also depends on the skills that set that you have in right. that will aid in that support. So okay. sometimes it's just simply reposting something on Instagram gotcha, that your gotcha, friend gotcha, is gotcha. doing. Or like gotcha, gotcha, uh, gotcha. maybe doing some extra research that the person hasn't thought about. Like, yeah, I know that you're working on this. Actually, I found this article that could be interesting, that could be helpful mm-hmm. for you. But, oh, but, I found but, then, it, but that's that makes sense to me so that's what i i don't understand when people are, i i guess what i'm struggling with is why once you're a friend with a person right wouldn't you immediately your immediate thought is how can i help my friend right so that's that's the reason why i'm having difficulties thinking about enviness or now trying to help the person because one of the things I also like I always tell my husband this my husband he has the biggest heart in the world you know and he he always tries to help everybody but I always tell him that you know he should be careful because sometimes people that come into his life it's not necessarily to help him but to get something from him you know but in the moment where he needs something where are these people yeah yeah no maureen you're absolutely right i think you have to guard your heart but uh, at the end of the day love is a risk giving yourself to another person is the risk so you don't know if you get a return for your investment you know yeah so. but i don't really like that you know like scientifically i would like to do something and get (laughs) returns back to me you know it's kind of a like as an investment you know yeah um but i do agree i do agree with people you never know but i wonder what our listeners think you know do they think the love i mean not the love but love with within friendship is it a risk or should be shouldn't be viewed as a risk you know should it be easy Mm. you you were talking about getting married early and how your friendship with another person to be similar as when you're getting married to people and having your checklist and stuff. Maybe I like the idea of a calculated risk, right? So mm, like, mm, is there a risk when mm. you have things planned already? You just don't jump, you know, in the boat without the idea of the direction you're going. Yeah, I, I, I go, I, I'm sticking by my list, the checklist. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Be as picky with your friendships as you're picking with the, the man you choose to, yeah. Yeah. to yeah. spend the yeah. rest of your life with. Yes. Yeah. All right, guys, let us know what you think yeah, of friendship. Know. Yeah, yeah. How's your friendship? Do you still have the same friends that you had 10 years ago? You mm-hmm. know, that's the Thank you for listening to Pizza and Wine Podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and give us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Share this episode with your uncle, your auntie, or your bestie. Listen, they all need to hear this. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram at Pizza and Palm Wine or drop us an email at pizzaandpalmwine at gmail.com. Until next time, arrivederci. Ciao. Ciao.